Welcome to Shomach Shavon the Dash. Here's Pantzer Lui Nishba Siyam Yakashom Le'abas Yitzchok. We're holding in Ksuvah's Daf Ayin Ches. In Amud Aleph, we have the Mishnah that speaks about the Isha that she has her own properties, her own Nechasim. And there's a difference if the Isha received the Nechasim before she got engaged, then everybody agrees that she could sell the Nechasim. Or she got the properties after she got engaged, then B'Chamay says that she could, she could sell it, B'Sila says she can't, but be the ever, it's okay. And or she got the nechosim after she got married. That then she cannot sell the nechosim. And if she sells it, the husband can extract and get it back from the lekuchos, from the buyers. The Mishnah concludes with the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that says that depends if the nechosim that the husband knows about or does not know about. If he knows about it, then she cannot sell it. If he does not know about it, then there's an option to sell. Now in this Mishnah, we have a beautiful idea of the Savior told us Yaakov Yosef, who was a big Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, and he's the one who publicized the Baal Shem Tov in the world. And he says a beautiful idea, which says he says only part of it, but we're going to develop that idea a little bit more. And this really works with so many things that we know and we learn regarding the Nechaseh of the Isha. He says the following. As we spoke throughout the Masechta a lot, husband and wife represent, the husband belongs to the Kipchina, the Gilui, that's something that comes from above, from Shemaim, the spirituality. And the issue represents what's down here below, the Gashmias, the physicality. Another way to say it is, as Chazal say in Sefer HaZoya, the Yish is a representation of the Neshama, and the Yish represents the Guf. We have a Neshama that comes from above, we have a Guf that comes from below, and they are a Dukma of Yish Ve'Yisho. The Neshama is the Yish, the Guf is the Yisho. Sells told us Yaakov Yosef that when you are talking about nechosim that belong to the Isha, what are we referring to? We know that the neshama cannot get any reward in the world to come. No schar boilum abo on Torah mitzvahs without the guf. The guf is the one, the physical body that does the mitzvahs, the learns the Torah. And then the neshama benefits from it. The neshama benefits from the maizim of the guf in this world. The ikar place where the neshama gets the reward is in the world to come. We know Chazal tell us, The full reward of a mitzvah is not in this world, it's the world to come. Tulsi Yaakov Yosef brings the name of the Baal Shem Tov. That's the pshat in the Mishnah of us that says, Simple understanding is, don't worship Hashem in order to get rewarded. Pras, loshon, price. But he says, pras also has a different mishmos. It means half. Uh, there is a possibility for a person to get rewarded in this world, but that's not the full reward. That's only a portion of the reward. Don't worship Hashem to get rewarded in this world, which is not the full reward. You want to get the reward in the, in the world to come. So he says, he made it like this. The Nechasim of Yisho is really the Toyu When does the husband get these Nechasim? Only when the Isha dies. Meaning, when the guf is not here, and the neshama goes to Elam only then you can come and enjoy the nechaseh of the isha. Only then you really appreciate, get the reward of Elam Ha'emes for the Torah and the mitzvahs. While the isha is alive, while the guf is still existing here in this lower world, in the more physical form, then the husband cannot get the, the nechaseh, meaning he's not getting rewarded. He only gets the payroys. And this is the famous Mishnah. 
You get the fruits. You don't get the nechassim. The nechassim you get only in the world to come. The neshama will enjoy the nechassim only later. Right now, there's some mitzvahs you get fruits of, of enjoy something over here in this world, but that's not the full reward. So this is the first part that I told Yaakov Yosef a gevaldic idea how to look at the ish ve'isho and to explain the nechassim. But now we have to understand our mishnah. How does that work with our mishnah? What does it mean ish before she gets engaged? Once she gets engaged, once she gets married. So this is how the Ziyakov doesn't say, but Nira Loimar, and this is based on other things, that maybe the B'sha'a is like this. And this is Nugat Inyan Duyoimo, right before the Moed of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we have three Sfarim Niftachim. We have a Sefer of Tzadikim, a Sefer of Beinunim, we have a Sefer of Rishon. In general, the Pshat of a Tzadik Beinunim Rosho, as Ramosh Shapir Zetzal always used to say, is what the Gemara tells us that a Tzadik is controlled by the Yetzir Toiv. A Rosho is controlled by the Yetzir He's under his Rishos. A Beinuni Zevazeshevtam. He has both. He has a little bit of Yetzir Toiv, a little bit of One day he wants to do the right thing, one day he doesn't. Efsha, that's Pshat our Mishnah. The Isha is the Guf. When the Guf, when you talk about a Isha who is not engaged at all, a Guf cannot be without a Neshama. But it means it's completely in control of the guf. The neshama is not a factor at all. That is a rasha. There, the nechassim belong to the isha, and she can do with nechassim whatever she wants, meaning the mitzvahs that a rasha has, when does he get rewarded? That the Gemara tells us in a few places. The rishayim enjoy the reward of the mitzvahs in this world. Even though schayim mitzvah malaika, that's only for tzaddikim. But for Rishayim, they do enjoy in this world as the famous Chidush Sharim that says they don't believe in the world to come. So the Didam, the Shittasam, they have to enjoy in this world. So Rishayim are enjoying in this world. So if they're enjoying in this world, that's what it means. They Isha, before she gets engaged, and the Chassim or her do with it whatever she wants. Once a woman gets engaged, that means, what is, what is the status then? The Gemara tells us here. It's a Suffolk. What's a Suffolk? Suffolk is Loshan Tzaf. Half belong to the husband, or half not belong to the husband. It's in the middle. That's a Benuni. He half belongs to the Shammah, half not. So there, there is a possibility for the husband to really control the Nechassim and endure the Nechassim in Eulam Ha'emes. But if the Benuni doesn't do the right thing, he may lose it. Very, very fitting to what the Gemara tells us that a Benuni stands for Shashah and Yom Kippur. And Akashbuchu keeps him, gives him the opportunity to do Tshuva and to come back in Yom Kippur. He is He's here and there. He may lose, he may not. She may be able to sell the Nechassim, she may not. And finally, when we talk about Aisha Nesua, Aisha Nesua means she's completely in the under the wishes of the husband. That means that's a tzaddik. That he is completely, his body is completely under the wishes of the neshama. Oh, it's under the wishes of the neshama. So there, she can't sell the nechassim. And the goof is trying to really benefit from his mitzvahs in this world. Not only is that going to work, the Baal will come and take it out from the lekuchas, come and take it out. He's going to be used only on Olam Amis, only in the world to come. And one last thing, and this is told us Yaakov Yosef adds. At the end of the Mishnah, we have a Shimon that says, depends on what you're doing, the enemy you're doing. Meaning, if it's your dua to the husband, then she cannot sell it. If it's not your dua, she could sell it. Says the Tulsi Yaakov Yosef, we're talking about the following. We know that a person learns Torah before he starts learning, someone can come and get half his Olam Habu. We have the Gemara of Hananiah, Achiazayah, that if someone comes and supports the Mechacham when he starts learning, they will split as he suffers wool and he will get half of the Olam Habu. But once the person became Tamechachim, then it's too late. Then you can't come and ask for his half or the <laughs> You should have supported him in the beginning of his way. Says the Talzak Yosef, that's the Remez over here. 
And we'll add what we just said. The Isha means the goof could sell the potential Olamabal then place Shainim you're doing. Meaning it's not here yet. Now you can sell. Then you can, you can share it with somebody else in order for the goof to enjoy. Meaning, what is the idea of Yisachar Zulon? That you give to somebody after Olamabal and to share with you the Olamabal, if he's going to share with you your Olamaz, he's going to support you in this world. That you could do if Ainim you're doing. But if it's Yiduim, meaning the reward is already here, we know what's going to happen, then you can't sell that anymore. And it all goes with the same theme that the Nechassim refers to the Schar Lamhapo, and the Isha Shemacheres means she's, so to speak, using it in this world. It goes with that same Mahalach, the Gevaldik Mahalach of the Toldus Yaakov Yosef. Anyone who wants to join the Shomach Shove email list to WhatsApp, please email shomachshove at gmail.com.